This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host, Arash Vasugi. We're so excited to be with you for today's episode, which is on such a good topic, my favorite topic. We're going to talk all about identity and self-image, self-concept. So get out a pen and a piece of paper if you're not driving or on the move, because you may want to take notes for this episode. Arash, how are you doing? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to dig into this topic because we often hear that you can't outperform your self-image. So maybe that's a good place to start on why this topic is so important and so it's such a important piece to get at the very beginning. Yeah, you know, self-image is so important. We kind of talked a little bit about it on the last episode, but you know, your self-image, look at your results right now. Look at everyone's results. They're a reflection of your image. And the results always tell the story. And your image is the most important picture you have of yourself. Your image is the most important attitude you have of yourself. So our image, we want to keep raising. We want to keep improving it. We want to build a bigger idea of ourselves. And it doesn't take a lot of work to do it. It takes a lot of consistency. It takes commitment like everything else does. A lot of people will tell me, you know, one of the first questions I'll ask somebody is, how much do you earn? And they'll tell me, and I'll say, do you think you're worth that or more? Oh, I'm worth a lot more. And I said, I know that, but you don't know that on a subconscious level. They they get really, some of them will accept and they go, I know you're right. And other will be like, no, that's not true. I said, mm-hmm. it is. Results always tell us. So you may have a great image towards health, but you may not have one towards prosperity. You may have one towards prosperity. You may not have one towards health. So what we want to do is create a great image on all areas of your life. And as you do that, you're going to catapult your results. You know, in our first episode, we talked about standard and we mentioned how everybody has a standard, whether you've sat down and taken the time to consciously and deliberately set your standard or not. And the same is true with self-image, whether you've sat down and decided to build a self-image or build an identity, you still have one. You're operating with a self-image. So we talk about how to go from your autopilot self-image to one that you are consciously, deliberately structuring and building for yourself. Yeah, you have to get an understanding of who you are first. It's who am I? And then you want to ask yourself, who do I need to become? Now, Your spiritual DNA is absolutely perfect. At the core of you is perfection. Now, that's a big idea. Okay, it's a big idea, but we got to start there. We've got to start with there is perfection inside of you. Now, how you tap into that perfection is going to be a reflection of your awareness. Our job is to become more and more aware of the perfection inside of us. So if we start, I remember I used to think God's, my spiritual DNA is perfect. What does that even mean? You know, like I wanted to connect to it emotionally, you know, because for so many years I was connecting to things intellectually and got no results. Mm-hmm. So when you connect and become more aware, okay, there's perfection inside of me. Everybody can probably relate to this, Mike. I'm sure you heard this before. You have all this potential. It's how do I bring out the potential? It's how do I bring out my image? So let's trigger some questions first. Let's look at how often 
Are you stepping out and stretching out of your comfort zone? Well, that'll tell you your image. Then look at the, the people you hang around most of the time. Are they going where you want to go? That'll tell you your image. Look at how you're speaking. That'll tell you your image. Look at how you attack insecurities. That'll tell you your image. Do you suppress it? Do you run away from it? Do you dig your head in the sand and not, never want to look at it? An aware person is always falling in love with their insecurities. Okay, a lot of people like, let me explain. See, there's nothing wrong with being insecure. Staying insecure is the problem. So we want to attack the insecurities. Your insecurities, my greatest insecurities have given me my greatest gift. I'll share a story about that. I was going to look at a home. And, you know, this was about several years ago. And I'm going to look at this home. And I have, you know, I don't think it's any secret. One of my greatest friends and greatest mentors is Bob Proctor. And he's calling my wife every couple minutes. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Every couple minutes. Did you guys put an offer? Did you put an offer? And he calls me, he goes, well, what happened? And, you know, I told him, I said, we put an offer and we're waiting to hear back. But let me paint a picture. I'm walking into this house. They have this huge gates. It's about, you know, 9,000 square feet. We loved it. But I remember walking into that home and I'm like, who do you think you are? All these, you know, what are your friends going to think? You're going to draw so much attention to you. And what ended up happening, I put an offer to get the home. It never worked out. But the greatest gift I got, and I told Bob this, is I said, I told him what I was feeling. And I said, but I get to work on this. And within six months, we bought a better home. And we bought our dream home. And I'll tell you, but I got to, I felt the insecurity. I felt the sabotage. And then I went in and did that inside work. I had to raise my image. And by the time we got the home we're in now, that we, I felt nothing, you know, because I did that work. That's why we want to look at those insecurities. See, I could have just ran away from it and been like, oh, you're doing well. Don't even pay attention to that. I knew if I kept burying that, it was going to cause problems. Mm-hmm. That is so good, Araj. That's good because everyone can relate to that. And maybe it's not buying a house or buying your dream house. Maybe it's posting something about your business on social media or recording a video that you're coaching people. And it's uncomfortable at first. And you're wondering, what are people going to think of me? Or who do I think I am doing this? Or what people are calling now this buzzword of imposter syndrome, but everyone can relate to feeling that at one point. And so your recommendation is to recognize it and then attack it so that it becomes a strength. Yeah, you have to. It's essential. See, I got to a point and it takes a lot of work to get to this point. It did for me, at least, where I don't care what people think of me. All I care about is my results. And, you know, I had a hard time at first because, you know, as you grow, you're going to have a lot of haters on the way. Okay. There's going to be people who will comment on everything you're doing. And my mentor told me, he goes, that's none of your business. He goes, if they're not hating on you, then you haven't done anything. They don't hate on the people who don't do anything significant. And that was another insecurity that I had to work on. So I started working on it. Now, present day, I don't care what people think. I don't put any idea because that's none of my business. And it keeps people from world class. 
So you can't, you could create a world-class life, a world-class business, world-class relationships, world-class health, but you can't do it if you're worried about what people are thinking of you. And that is something I'm giving you parts of my image that I changed. I want to talk about what a big role action plays in this, because you're never going to overcome an insecurity by sitting there thinking about the insecurity and trying to change it all mentally. How big of a role does action take? Because you're never going to feel ready to do something until you just do it and do it over and over again until it becomes easy, just like driving, which we talked about in the last episode. Action is critical. Without action, it's delusion. You can literally change your image overnight by taking action. You know, whatever you're fearing, take action right away. And action is your best friend. Like Emerson has a great quote. He says, do the thing, the thing will give you power. He doesn't say read the thing, the thing will give you power. See, you could read something, you could listen to us, but if you don't implement the idea, it's delusion. See, the best thing you could do is do the thing that makes you uncomfortable. That's going to change your image more than anything else. Your ability to stretch and act, it's going to change your image. Now, a lot of people, now I used to be, I am not judging it because for three years I was studying this work, but I was staying in my comfort zone. It will never work. And I told my mentor this, I said, you know, this is years later. And I said, I just picked up on an idea of what I did that really created the big difference for me. And he said, well, what was it? I said, I literally did exactly what you told me. And before what I was doing was doing what was comfortable. See, when you get mentored, you surrender your image, you surrender to the process of what the mentor tells you. And most people don't do that. They think coaching is done one way. I'll do some things and not that. That's not how it works. You've got to follow that process and get out of your old image and into your new image. You literally have to embody it. You step into a new person. And how you do it is by thinking, feeling, and acting as that person. Now, think about, let's say somebody right now, Mikey, wants to, let's say they want to earn a million dollars a year, okay? I'm just making up a number. You could use it for health. You could use it for a relationship. It doesn't matter. You want to practice mental rehearsing every day. What would it feel like if you earned a million and how would you think, feel, and act? And you see yourself with your eyes closed, thinking, feeling, and acting like that person. And then with your eyes open, you think, feel, and act like that person. So you're actually doing, you're stepping in and embodying the new person. That's how you change. And your image will gradually change, but it happens so quickly when you let your imagination build that picture. And then you go do it. And that's what we want to really implement. So powerful. And you you talked about your willingness to get uncomfortable. And I think each of us has a threshold that we're willing to, like a threshold of how uncomfortable we're willing to get. And that threshold is only lifted by us pushing it or stretching it. Each time we are willing to get a little bit more uncomfortable, a little bit more uncomfortable, then our threshold goes up, up, up. I'd love your thoughts on that. Yeah, your ability to stretch is your ability to propel yourself, period. Without stretching, you can't do it. And you're going to know when you really are doing it, where you do it automatically, where you're like, oh, I've never done this before, but I do it anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, like that I can tell you, I'll give you one thing. 
And I'm telling you, this will change the game for you, for everybody. Do one thing every day for the next 30 days that stretches you out of your comfort zone. One thing every day. Now, a lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to do it. But wait till they do it. When you do it, you're going to feel so proud of yourself. You change your image in that moment. But I'll have clients tell me, well, I don't know what to do to stretch myself. That's your job. You've got to find that out. You've got to look at what you want. What are you not doing? I'll give you a question. What action are you not taking right now due to discomfort? That's the action you take. And you start your day with that question. What actions am I not taking due to my discomfort? And then you act on it right away. Raj, is there a difference between self-image and identity? And if so, what is that difference? There's no difference. It's just a different word. Self-concept is another word. You know, so they're all the same. They're all synonymous. You know, if somebody says you've got to change your concept of yourself, they're saying the image of yourself. What we want to do is practice building a bigger idea of ourselves every day, really building that picture of ourselves. Everything is a picture. We think in pictures. If I say to you right now, Mikey, I say, tell me a little bit about your car. Right away, an image of your car would come in your mind. Would you agree? Yeah. So what we want to do is start saying, if I was the best version of myself, what would that look like? We want to have that clear of a picture. And as you do that, what's going to happen is you're not just going to change your results, your environment's going to change. You're going to start surrounding yourself with with people that are in harmony with that. Image Mm -hmm. has to do with everything. And it'll change everything about you. I was doing a call before Bob passed away. And we were on Zoom and we were doing a call with a group of people we were working on. And he sends me while we're doing this call, he sends me a text message of a picture of me. He goes, look how damn good you look. And we so we started telling these people, they say, you don't know how Rosh used to dress. You know, like I like wearing real, like I build my own sports jackets, right? And so he goes, Rosh, tell him the story. So the first time I ever spoke at an event with Bob, he had me introduce him. And I laugh about it because... He goes, who taught you how to tie this tie? I go, I don't know how to tie a tie. This is my brother's tie that I just flipped over my head. And he said, he said, kid, I'm going to show you how to change this image. So the reason I bring this up is he, he told the group, he goes, his image has changed so much in such a quick amount of time. But one of the first things you could do to change your image is to dress better. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the first thing. How you feel is where it's so important with your image. So I hope that connected with some of you. Raj, I love that story. It brings a big smile to my face because image was so important to Bob. I remember probably 12 years ago, he calls me. I don't pick up. He calls right back. I don't pick up. He calls right back. And I was like, Bob, is this important? What's up? And he's like, yeah, I heard your voicemail and you need to change it because it doesn't match the image that I have of you. He's like, you sound like a little girl. You need to re-record it because you're a professional. And I was like, okay, just everything is image. You know, on our first episode, we had our listeners write out a vision for their life. Now, the activity or the assignment of writing out your self-image is very different than writing out your vision, but I want to make sure that it's clear in everybody's mind what the difference of the two are. Yeah, a vision is much different than an image. You know, a vision is how you want to live going forward. Your image, it's something much further down the road. Your image is a couple sentences. It's not a page. It's not three pages. It's a couple sentences. For example, 
I'm so happy and grateful now that I have a winning self-image. Every cell of my body emanates confidence and certainty. I have a positive mental attitude and I act on ideas right away. That is an image, okay? That's it, an image statement. Now, what I recommend, it's something I used to do, is, and I, I do it a little different now. I'll give you both ways. When I was first changing my image, I would write that out every day. And then I would read the first line. I would close my eyes and see myself as that person. I'd read the second line, close my eyes, see myself as that person. I did it every day until my image matched that. Now I've shifted it a little bit. I do that. Plus I added on a recording where I'll record that image and I'll listen to it 10 minutes a day. See, we want to get in the habit of recording and listening to ourselves because that's how you're rewiring the program. You're literally rewriting the new program. So I could tell somebody if they do a combination of the two and do both of them together, it's going to change the image. But the big but is you've got to act as that person the rest of the day. You can't just do it and be like, no, I'm not willing to do those things. It's not going to work. You know, when you talk about acting, because we're all taking action all day long, whether it's action towards our goals or towards something else, we're doing things every day. You do have talked in the past about how every single action we take, every decision we make is either a vote towards our future self, towards our vision, or a vote against it. I want you to talk about that idea on this podcast specifically, because I think it's so important when it comes into image, because it builds confidence in you as you make those decisions. Yeah, everything we're doing is either building our image or decreasing the image. There's no in between. We're either growing or we're dying. So to build my image, I can't act like that person three out of seven days. It's not going to work because your dominating program, look at your results right now. I want everybody to look at their results. Your results are a reflection of the dominating program that is running you. So if I want to change into a new image, I have to act like that person all day long. I think like that person all day long. The more energy you put towards that in the activities, you're putting a vote towards that person. So let's say somebody is wanting to get healthy and they go and they exercise. That's a vote towards the new person. Let's say they start eating healthier, vote towards that new person. And then the consistency and the discipline of doing that over and over and over again is gonna create the new image. Now, let's say somebody else is like, Four days a week, I'm going to eat well, I'm going to work out. Then the other three, they just go, forget about it. You know, they're not going to give them any results. It's going to go up and down, up and down. They're going to take two steps forward, three steps back, four more steps back, one step forward. So you want to burn this idea in your mind. Discipline is what is going to build your image. Because without discipline, you're not going very far. Discipline takes you where motivation doesn't. And we want to keep disciplining and working on those little disciplines compounded over time. See, I know some people right now, every single one of you can create a significant quantum leap in your image and in your results. If you'll say for the next 90 days, I'm going to lock in and I'm going to do the mental rehearsal. I'm going to think, feel, and act with my eyes open like that person. I'm going to write out my image every day and I'm going to listen to it every day. I guarantee you in 90 days, you're going to see, I'm going to be talking to a different person. I guarantee it. All right. There's your action steps. I'm going to have you give one more because I think it's such a powerful tool for what we're talking about. And that is creating a wins journal. 
Yeah, you want to have a wins journal and review it every night. You write down three to five wins. And I mean any win. It could be a small win. It doesn't have to be this huge win. It's the little wins compounded over time to create the big wins. And write them down and keep it. Every day, make this a part of your evening process where you're writing your wins down. I earned two sales today. I kept to my commitments today. I left one person better off than I found them without me expecting anything in return. Just keep locking those wins journals. You're going to have a ton of them. I love calling it a wins journal too, because I think it just builds the identity of I'm a winner. So as you're writing those wins, you're like, look at all these wins. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. You know, one thing I'm thinking of right now is you could speed up the process of your growth, of your success, of your elevation by the consistency and intensity of your focus towards where you're going. See, the reason I'm bringing this up towards image is if all my energy is on the past, I'm not building the new image. I'm not building the new results. But if my intensity and focus is I'm so in love with my future, where my energy is, is on the person I'm going to be. And that's where we want to put all our energy, let go of the past and focus on the person you want to be on what a world-class life for you looks like, how you're living your standard every day. And you can't talk about image without standard. See, your standard is building your image. When you have a standard and you live it every day, and I encourage everybody to live, I want you to hear my word, live your standard every day and increase it by 1% every day, you're going to change your image. Raj, I think that's the perfect note to end today's podcast on. So I would like to ask everyone to leave us a review and a rating. Share this if you are enjoying the content and subscribe. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week on 7 Figure Standard. Thank you for listening to this episode of 7 Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.